Hello, this is Tanishka from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 17th of March. Congress leader K.C. Venugopal wrote a letter to Rajya Sabha chairman Jagdeep Dhankar today requesting privileged proceedings against Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Venugopal accused the Prime Minister of making derogatory, distasteful and defamatory remarks against Sonia Gandhi and Rahul Gandhi during a speech on February 9th during the reply to the motion of thanks to the President's address. During his speech, Modi had noted that none of Nehru's descendants used the Nehru surname and had made a reference to the Adani Hindenburg issue, saying that the dirt thrown against him would help the lotus to grow. The opposition had protested by shouting slogans about Adani throughout the speech. Meanwhile, in the Lok Sabha today, members of both the opposition and the treasury benches protested loudly, disrupting question hour. The speaker tried to restore order, but after around 20 minutes of chaos, he adjourned the house for the day. The opposition requested the speaker to allow Rahul Gandhi to speak, but the speaker said he would only do so if the house was in order. In the Rajya Sabha meanwhile the chairman announced that he would not admit any of the 11 notices submitted under rule 267 of the parliament which allows for the suspension of the day's business to debate the issue suggested by a member this led to chaos and the chairman adjourned the house for the day within minutes proceedings will now resume on monday Samajwadi Party chief Akhilesh Yadav criticized the BJP led government at the center for misusing central agencies to intimidate opposition party leaders and party representatives who pose a threat to the Safran party. Yadav was in Kolkata today to chair his party's two-day national executive and is scheduled to meet with West Bengal chief minister and TMC leader Mamta Banerjee today. He said that the ED, CBI and income tax departments are being used as political weapons by the BJP with several of his party's leaders and MLAs being falsely accused and jailed in Uttar Pradesh. The Samajwadi Party is conducting its two-day national executive in Kolkata to discuss policies and strategies for upcoming assembly elections in Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh and Madhya Pradesh. as well as the 2024 lok sabha elections listeners on february 12th a first generation dalit student named darshan solanki allegedly died by suicide in iit bombay 18 days later a 12 member committee set up by iit bombay to internally investigate his death ruled in its report that there was no specific evidence of direct caste based discrimination But a 17-minute telephone conversation reveals more details about Solanki's time in IIT Bombay. To know more about this conversation, read Sumedha Mittal's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled IIT Bombay Suicide: Did Darshan Solanki face discrimination over JEE rank? Listeners, the reason we are able to bring you stories such as these is because we don't rely on advertisements from political parties or corporations. We rely only on you the subscriber to support us. So if you are not a part of our independent news ecosystem already, head on to newslaundry.com/subscription and choose a contribution amount of your choice.
The Supreme Court today sent a formal notice to the Central Bureau of Investigation in a case regarding allegations that the Bharatiya Janata Party conspired to poach Telangana's Bharat Rashtra Samiti legislators. The court ruled that there was no need to issue notice to the center. The Telangana government, represented by senior advocate Dushyant Dave, had questioned the state high court's decision to transfer the case to the CBI, as the state had already set up a seven-member special investigation team to investigate the allegations of poaching. Dave argued that a CBI investigation would be ineffective as the agency was allegedly controlled by the BJP in the center. On March 13th, the bench had orally instructed the CBI to refrain from investigating the case while it was with the Apex Court. Today, Justice Sanjeev Khanna conveyed the same message to the Telangana police, stating that they should not continue with their investigation. Dave assured the court that the Telangana police had stopped the investigation a long time ago and were awaiting the outcome. The court has listed the case for a hearing after 10 days. The case involves allegations against three people, Ramchandra Bharti, alias Satish Sharma, Nandu Kumar and Simhaijay Swami, who were accused by BRS MLA pilot Rohit Reddy, among four legislators, of trying to lower the four MLAs of the BRS to join the BJP. The Tamil Nadu government today filed a special leave petition in the Supreme Court against a Madras High Court order that allowed the RSS to conduct route marches in the state. The state expressed concerns about the risk of law and order being disrupted and requested alternate routes to be established for the march. The court scheduled a further hearing on March 27th to consider the matter. In its petition, the state government cited recent incidents of rumour-mongering that affected Hindi-speaking workers in the state. Earlier this year, the High Court's division bench overturned the restrictions that were in place. The state had appealed this decision to the Supreme Court, but now they have filed a special leave petition against the original September order instead. In the previous hearing on March 3rd, senior advocate Mukul Rohatki, appearing for Tamil Nadu, argued that the RSS could not seek Carte Blanche to conduct marches and that a balance should be struck between language of power and the language of democracy. The High Court acknowledged that the state could not ignore the concerns of law and order. Senior advocate Mahesh Jethmalani, appearing for the RSS, had contended that the state could not prevent an organization from holding peaceful marches. North Korea has announced that its recent launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile was intended to send a strong warning to the US and South Korea over their military exercises. North Korea's leader, Kim Jong-un, oversaw the launch and emphasized the need to strike fear into the enemy. The launch was the fourth missile event in a week, and North Korea blamed military drills for creating an unstable security environment in the region. The missile was launched from the capital area of North Korea and reached an altitude of 6,045 kilometers and traveled 1,000 kilometers before landing in waters of the country's eastern coast. The South Korean and Japanese militaries reported similar flight details, indicating that the missile had the potential to reach the U.S. mainland. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.